0: Oh, oh, oh. Shout. One
1: second, please.
0: Hi, and thanks for tuning in to Designated Driver, the podcast about the work and mystique of Adam Driver. I'm Liz. I'm Aaliyah. And our movie today is called Bluebird. Mm-hmm. Any Adam Driver news?
1: Yeah, I have a little bit. You do? Yeah. There are spring fashion shows in London right now, and Adam Driver made an appearance at the Burberry one. This comes from a friend of the show, Carolyn, who alerted me to it, and I was hoping that he was going to be in it, but he wasn't, and he just showed up. They did some audience shots. Like, Kate Moss was there, too, and she looked really bad.
0: She did. How so?
1: I feel terrible and judgmental for saying this, but she was the first picture in the photo show, and... To quote friend of the show, Carolyn, you can see the cigarettes on her face, like her skin's kind of gray. And... Yeah,
0: she seems like a big smoker. She Does was... she continue to smoke?
1: I don't know. You know, the 90s for me are this wonderful halcyon time, and I was a big Kate Moss fan during that era of supermodels, and I totally embraced grunge wholeheartedly. So she just looks old. And grey and like she's lived hard, which all of those things are true. So
0: you know what though? She's a badass. She's probably like, I don't care. I'm not gonna I know try to be well, she was okay doing
1: much. a like I'm sexy pose too, which I was like, don't just look aloof. That's okay. where you shine. That's and own. he just looked like himself, you know, he's wearing all black uh-huh, kind of a like a suit. Maybe a turtleneck. And a goatee. And he wasn't smiling or anything. And then I also have one other also from friend of the show carolyn did you see there's this little twitter flurry about this photo call he did for house of gucci
0: what's a photo call like a video call
1: no no a photo call is when <laughs> there's there's a it's media a, appearance
0: oh it's a zoom with your camera
1: on? no 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 it's no no <laughs> so let's say there's an event okay. and at the event there's going to be a lot of celebrities like people who are the cast of a movie like gucci so they have to come at a certain time just so that the paparazzi can get pictures of them. So, say the event starts at 6, they're there at like 5.30 or 5.45 and they stand on the red carpet and everyone can take pictures. photo call. I've been to hundreds of those. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, as somebody who works in marketing, I thought maybe you would be familiar with the photo call. Oh, I'm just down in the cave working on the layouts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to have to do a photo call, but Adam Driver has to do it a lot. And he did one where he was in a group with other people from Gucci and he has his arms around people and he has his arm around Jared Leto but he's doing it like jared leto is lady gaga so one hand is around jared leto's back and on his hip and you can hear them talking because it's a video of them and at one point jared leto is like your hand and then his hand disappears like (laughs) clearly he kind of forgot what he was doing and was so used to having his arm around lady gaga and so then all of a sudden the the little hand on his hip disappears it's funny (laughs) what else are they chatting about Nothing. They're just like standing there. You know how people look when they're getting their picture taken. Like they look left and right and they kind of smile awkwardly and there's just a little bit of chatter.
0: I know. I definitely try to stick my chin out as far as I can. So I learned a trick from Jessica
1: Simpson. Okay. This is what what it it? is. You press your tongue on the roof of your mouth when you're smiling and it makes your jaw jut out just a little bit.
0: Hmm. I can feel the muscles doing something. Mm -hmm. What about this? Have you ever smiled but not closed your teeth it can look better
1: yeah i guess so
0: i think i'm just going to try to make my photo that i just saw from 15 years ago like my profile photo yeah. for everything i was like a different person so much younger
1: we all were wow
0: i love the photo you sent of adam driver in the museum
1: oh yeah and i forgot about day. that
0: that was great
1: yeah, he looks happy, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, oh, he likes museums.
1: Yeah, I can like, put that yeah, on the like Facebook that. page. I, I like that one, too. extremely
0: likable and extremely relatable to me.
1: Yes, he looks mm-hmm. really happy to just be standing there next to a beautiful piece of art.
0: It made me feel a little better because I was a little bummed about that whole Ferrari thing. Yeah, you know, you're the not. whole trajectory, you know, I'm just worried. I, I would love to spend a ton of time in Italy, too. That sounds great.
1: Yes, to all that.
0: Oh, I know. Something we haven't talked about. That movie that has been delayed, the sci-fi movie. Yes. What's it called? It's a number. 65 or something. It's just I supposed to be coming out.
1: I forgot immediately.
0: But the director is... Uh, another you know man. It. Yeah. Another well-known. White man. White man. I like that it's going to be sci-fi.
1: Well, <laughs> you really liked that other <laughs> sci-fi movie that he was in with Kirsten Dunst.
0: Yeah. With the I little liked boy. it. I liked it pretty well.
1: I liked it, too.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. It was, like, not 100%. Yeah,
1: but his character was very likable, and actually all of the actors were, were really doing a good job, I thought. It just, as a movie, like, didn't hang together. The science was too out there for me.
0: Well, they usually don't hang together. As a science professional. Yeah, they. I mean, sci-fi movies, in my opinion, start out great. Like, the premise will be great, but then they can't wrap it up. Yes, because... You know,
1: but some sci-fi movies have science where I will let it go. You know, I mean, I'm a total believer in the holodeck. I mean, Star Trek to me is the gold standard of sci-fi. I love it. And I let all the weird pseudoscience go on that show. I think there's enough believability built into it. I guess it's like that uncanny valley thing where either it's got to be totally off base or they have to say enough to make it sound like it makes sense. And there has to be other stuff layered in that makes it feel believable. And sometimes they can do it and sometimes they can't. And with that one, I felt like they couldn't.
0: They have to have some good consultants. Okay. Do you want to give a little synopsis of Bluebird? Should we get yeah, into it? I
1: watched it last night. I have to say, I think this might be another mini I do want yeah. to say that. So it's set In northern Maine, and I looked it up because there's a paper mill in it, and my dad lived in Waterville, Maine for 12 years.
0: Mm, You have a Maine connection. Yeah,
1: there's also a paper mill in Waterville, and it smells really bad. Uh And when I was watching the opening credits... You see the factory and you see the paper mill, and I was thinking about how bad it smelled. And I thought, oh, maybe that's Waterville, but it's not. It was filmed in Lincoln, Maine, which is about an hour and a half north of Waterville, where my dad lived. There's a ton of logging and paper making in Maine. So that looked really familiar to me. So it's set in this small town. The dad is John Slattery from Mad Men, who's one of my faves. Mm -hmm. And he works as a logger harvesting wood and i guess involved in the factory work in some way.
0: Were you surprised at all that he was in this indie yes. movie like post madman? Does he just like to work? Wants to be in movies? Cuz i mean I, he certainly yeah. wouldn't need to do a role in an indie movie like that. Maybe.
1: I do he's think a big star. Well, he's not though. He's definitely a character actor. You know, he had a character arc in Sex in the City. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. He played the politician who wanted her to pee on him. I think he's just a working actor. But, yeah, it it did seem like kind of a small film for him.
0: Yeah, I thought so, too. Maybe he thought it was going to be like Oscar. But why would he? The director was just a young guy. Yeah, We'll get into that more later. So I was surprised. I thought that was quite a get for him to be in it.
1: Yes, yes. So he's the dad... Just kind of a blue collar guy.
0: I've never seen him in a blue collar guy really, I know. Either, he that has, was like, kind of funny. Fine features. Yes, and he I agree. He's like an executive. He's another actor that I never saw young. Like I've seen pictures of him young, but no one knew about him until he was. Yes. Like I quote Silver Fox or something. Yeah,
1: yes, I agree. There's one scene where he's wearing like a green puffy jacket. And I thought, I've never seen that man wearing a <laughs> green puffy jacket before.
0: Yeah, more of a suit man.
1: Yeah. And then his wife leslie Mm -hmm. and she is a children's school bus driver and then they have one daughter who's a teenager and this just pretty 16 year old girl
0: it's another bus movie by the way that oh
1: good point Mm -hmm. good
0: lisa reminded me of that
1: oh thanks lisa lisa watched this with you
0: she saw a little bit of it and she Asked what we were doing today, and it, she's like the bus movie. I'm like, no, that's Patterson, but she was correct.
1: She's she right. The bus movie. Yeah. So the arc of the story is a, is really about the mother. She clearly loves kids, and. She drives a school bus and one day she finishes her shift. She's walking down the bus, which I guess is part of the job. You walk down the bus at the end and check all the seats and just pick up garbage and stuff like that. And this one day a bluebird flies in and distracts her.
0: I'd like to verify from a birder if it really was a blue bird, because it wasn't blue. I know. I, I was thinking bluebirds about... I literally blue, but...
1: it's like kind of gray.
0: That could be a huge plot hole, but a bird flew in. Maybe
1: it was from paper factory pollution.
0: Then it was just covered in soot. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So the bird flies in. She gets distracted and seen. Then the next day, she goes to her shift and she's warming up the bus and she looks and she sees like a boot hanging out from a seat at the back of the bus. And she goes back and there's a kid who's basically frozen on the bus. Mm -hmm. And it's awful. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And so then... Kid goes to the hospital. Grandma of kid gets called. It turns out that the mother of the kid, who is only with the kid like every other Thursday or something, was supposed to be there to pick up the kid and wasn't. So what's implied, I think, is that the kid stayed on the bus.
0: Would the bus be locked?
1: Was the kid hiding on the bus? It unclear. If the bus
0: is locked. It shouldn't. You'd think he would have been able to open a window or yeah something like a window i don't did know did he
1: fall asleep on the it's unclear but the kid is in a coma grandma is there daughter is the kid's mom, but is clearly not the main caregiver,
0: possibly an opioid addict, or she's really irresponsible. Yeah, she's just yeah.
1: So she just seems pretty irresponsible, and maybe doesn't even know what her own feelings are for this kid. So then it follows the family of the mom who's the bus driver who is depressed and beating herself up about it. And then the family of the kid, and in this just sort of bleak, desolate, main winterscape that I was not in the mood to see last night.
0: It was like a punishment. I mean, that's the word for it is bleak. Yeah. So bleak. I felt like I was getting punished. So mm-hmm. I think it was filmed in 2012 or I guess maybe reality was not as bleak yeah. where I feel like entertainment now like you don't go there. I don't want to and-
1: see any of that
0: pure bleakness
1: the only bright spot was adam driver
0: he was bright he's in it
1: darling in it so you see him for a minute at the beginning because he's the dishwasher at the restaurant where this woman the works the mom of the the kid He clearly has like a little crush on her. He wants to take her dancing in Bangor, which is kind of funny, and she blows him off. But then later in the movie, when she's kind of grappling with her feelings for her son, they do hang out, and it looks like he lives in a mobile home, and they have beer, and they dance, and she's surprised that he's a good dancer.
0: Yeah, it's like an RV, maybe, like a smallish camper with no heat. The whole movie makes you feel really cold. And it's been a really cold winter here. I don't need to feel more cold. No. He kind of joked that he had a heater, but you couldn't plug that many things into the extension cord or something. I know from personal experience that space heaters will blow a fuse Mm -hmm. in this very recording studio. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we personally have experienced that.
0: Yeah, so I guess she stayed there even though it was really cold. She spent the night. Well, she she's doesn't seem
1: like there's another scene where she falls asleep in the bathtub and she's freezing the next morning.
0: I think it's because she took pills. Maybe. I just she took the wrong pills she and, just, and, and also drank.
1: Yeah. I, she just seems like she's really out of touch with her feelings, you know, in every way. Of and she like, can't.
0: Yeah, that was cold and the freezing kid. It was. Well, and then at the end, here's a spoiler, but you probably don't need to watch this movie. no. At the end, she, the mom, is kind of suicidal. I mean, you'd never know. It's all about just never saying anything. But she's kind of losing it, and she drives somewhere.
1: The mom who's the bus driver. Yeah.
0: Who made the mistake, but she's well-intentioned, and this was just a tragic thing. She hit her car into a tree or a pole or something and then she got out of the car and wandered into the woods and almost froze but mm-hmm. then a birds chirped and then she
1: kind of woke up yeah the bird kind of pops up too because they both hear sometimes in the house they think that they can hear a bird chirping and the John Slattery character is like oh there's ice in the gutters and that that's what it is the house is falling apart but he has moments too where he's like distracted by is there a bird in the house? This is totally an aside from Adam Driver, but I did keep thinking about how they say when you see a cardinal that you're seeing a spirit, like your grandma's looking at you or something. So I kept wondering why they chose a bluebird, because if they chose a cardinal, like what does the bluebird represent?
0: Yeah, I mean, from now on, it's going to represent that bar in Nashville or whatever. Right, kind that's of, true. Because now there's a new movie called Bluebird. Did you encounter that whenever you Googled yes, Bluebird?
1: Yes, yes. It sounds good. Yeah, I always wanted to go to the Bluebird Cafe. Hmm.
0: Okay, well, we're still alive. I know. It could happen. Yeah. So it was a sad movie. Adam Driver was good in it. What was? Did he have short hair?
1: Yeah, he looked kind of schlumpy. He kind of looked like the character in Not Waving But Drowning. He was kind of similar to that era of Adam Driver.
0: Yeah, he's like a nice, fun, goofy guy.
1: Yeah, who maybe cuts his own hair. Yeah. Well-intentioned, sort of rough around the edges and clueless.
0: He was really only in it like two times, two scenes.
1: Super cute. Even though the picture that comes up on Apple TV when you look it up is a picture of him dancing with the blonde woman. Because he's famous now.
0: So they're like, okay, we can get mileage out of this. Maybe someone will watch my movie in case they're doing a podcast about Adam Driver. I picture Adam and Joanne, road trip to Maine for one weekend. He does some scenes in this movie, go home. He's like, on. get me out of here. And then he probably never saw the movie, do you think?
1: Probably not. Super cute in it.
0: Yeah, he was the bright spot in the grimmest movie. <sighs> Is this the grimmest Adam Driver movie we've seen? Or
1: Silence.
0: Okay, and... Hungry Hearts was also really grim.
1: Yeah, but Hungry Hearts had some flashes of...
0: I mean, it had more... Other
1: feeling, like anger yeah. and passion and weird mother hormones.
0: And cool, like, music sometimes. Like, this was always just dreary, like, piano, yeah. string. It was just very heavy-handed. So the thing that... Joel
1: laughed at the end.
0: What would... <laughs> when the <laughs> that's it when the kid, oh i know it didn't end like the end was that the boy's hand moved
1: but it probably and, doesn't mean anything
0: and then the mother brought him a present and showed up after she'd been kind of not even in the hospital it was just the grandma she's maybe going to become a better person and john slattery who is kind of a sort of a functional alcoholic he clearly had an affair with a lady mm-hmm. that he bumped into to sort of a checked out husband. He almost cried or something on the phone and said like, I'm so sorry, when when the, yeah. when the wife drove her car I off. almost
1: didn't blame him for having an affair. I felt like everyone's so sad. It's implied yeah. that his dad had a long illness and he was in mourning from that because he had an affair with one of the nurses.
0: I wonder why they were like really worried about losing the house and didn't have yeah, enough Yeah, because money he's to about
1: repair. to lose his job.
0: Yeah, but he had worked there for 25 years been a, a lumberjack type mm-hmm. man and knew how to drive really big trucks and stuff. And then she had been a bus driver for like 15 years. And yeah. Like they were both employed in living in a small town. Like, it must be really cheap to live there. But they probably make Why like $8 so an
1: hour and have no benefits, you know? Do they?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's rural America. So the director, Lance Edmonds, but Edmonds, A-N-D-S.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: That's wrong, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. he was the director and writer of the movie, and he was the editor for Tiny Furniture. Oh! Uh, which is Lena Dunham's yeah. movie before Girls, right? Yeah. I couldn't remember if I saw it. I read all I did. about it. And I, I did see it, but I completely... I didn't like forgot. it. You didn't like it. Okay, no. so you remember... I felt What's like it was a
1: rough draft for girls, and so I appreciated watching it, because it has some of the same actors in it, and they're playing similar roles. I don't think Adam Driver is in it.
0: No, but uh, Alex is in it. Yep,
1: and so is the woman who plays yeah. Jessa, that English woman. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I thought it was all of the bad things about those characters without any of the lovable things.
0: I remember it now, and I think I had merged it with Memories of Girls, and I just thought this was all girls, but I think I
1: did see the movie.
0: Didn't make a huge impression. Was there a shower thing? She was in the shower. She sat down in the shower. Uh,
1: I don't don't know. know. I remember some like sitting on a fire escape.
0: It did well, though, was reviewed really well and made a lot more money than they spent. It was like a $60,000 movie that made a couple hundred thousand or something. So Mm -hmm. launched her career. So anyway, Lance was the editor on that. So he was in the orbit of That makes sense. And it makes sense that like he was riding that wave and got a green light somehow to make his movie about Maine where he's from.
1: Has anybody talked to him about counseling? (laughs) 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 Because God, that was depressing.
0: Yeah, I usually don't mind a movie if it's depressing if it's also a really good movie. Yeah. But this didn't quite have it to overcome the depressing Yeah. It was hard
1: to relate to the the characters. I didn't feel like I was really emotionally invested.
0: No, except for Adam Driver. The girl, the mom, um I liked her. She was a good singer.
1: Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, I liked the bus driver mom. Yeah, yes, she, but she her her was her performance
0: a good... was good. Yeah. yeah. There kind of wasn't enough. No. Like I thought when I started watching it, I knew it was about something tragic and there was this mom bus driver. And what I thought was going to happen was the bus was going to like drive off the road and a mm. lot of kids were going to die or something. There was another movie about that. Is that the sweet hereafter?
1: I don't know. I was thinking about the 35W bridge collapse when you said that because there was a school bus on that, remember? It
0: was? Yeah. No, I don't remember that. And kids died on it? Or were I think maybe
1: it? one or two kids died. I mean, it could have been way more tragic, but yes. In fact, the back of the bus is now at the Minnesota Historical Society. They were able oh. to, to claim it.
0: Okay, because this movie in Wikipedia and stuff kept being compared to a movie called The Sweet Hereafter. Oh, okay. I think is about a bus going off an icy road. Oh, my God. Driving a bus, it is a ton of responsibility.
1: There is this one scene where the mom bus driver is kind of losing it and she's driving in the snow and her windshield wipers aren't working and you can see that the windshield is freezing. I hate that feeling. Yes. That when you can hear the windshield wipers scraping over the ice but nothing comes off. And then that thing where you put the windshield washer fluid on it mm-hmm. and it melts it for a second but then it gets worse. Yeah,
0: because it freezes up. You yeah. know it's going to happen. You know, Sometimes you yeah. have no choice yeah. in this climate if a ton of slush or something gets on your windshield yeah you can't see so you're like I know I'm gonna have to do it and then like it's gonna be clear and then be totally covered in ice and I won't be able to see and there's nothing I can do
1: I know I hate that it's just I don't know why do we live we live here jinx
0: yeah I just saw something it might have been in the New York Times I like to read the advice columns and it's like I just moved to the Twin Cities, and every time I, I know, <laughs> every time I meet anyone who lives there, they're like, "Why did you move here?" And he's like, "I like living here. I don't know why." There, <laughs> you just moved here. You know, it yeah. weighs
1: on you after a while. It sure does. That reminds me, I brought you a shell from Florida.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah, you went to Florida. That's it was
1: awesome. so nice. No Beautiful. ice.
0: God willing, we're gonna go to California first week in April. Feel the sun on our face. At this time of year when the sun comes in the window it feels warm
1: oh my god <laughs> finally it was so pathetic when we got to florida because we splurged on direct tickets so you know three hours and you're there and then yeah. we got to the terminal in sarasota the airport's really small so you just walk across the street and there's the rental car place so they didn't have the rental car ready for us so we had to stand in the parking lot for 20 minutes and we just stood there smiling Because Mm -hmm. there was sun on our face. And even though everywhere we were was asphalt, you could look over and there were palm trees, you know. And the sky was blue and there were like birds and spiders and everything was alive. And I honestly think I would have had a great time even if I was just sitting in the parking lot.
0: Dispatch for those listeners in Sri Lanka who might not know about living in a cold climate. But in the winter, even on a sunny day, the sun doesn't feel warm Mm -mm. in the dead of winter. Mm Mm-mm has to be on the edges of winter and the sun starts to feel actually warm when it touches you.
1: And there's no color anywhere. It just drains out of your face and out of the landscape. Brutal. I
0: did just get some really nice winter boots, so that's something we have.
1: But no one wants to go through that experience of putting them on and then having to get them off and they Ugh. stick on your feet and you have to balance and like, I'm so sick of melting yeah. snow drips all over your floor. I hate it. I hated that movie. I'm done with it.
0: Yeah, I'm really tired of boots, getting them on and off. And you can't take them off with your other foot unless you unlace them all the way.
1: Yeah, or if they're cheap, crappy boots that aren't waterproof, then maybe you could do that.
0: My right foot is maybe strong enough to get the boot off with my foot, but not my left. So you have to yeah, either balance on one leg or have somewhere to sit down where they don't drip everywhere.
1: Okay, my one other winter tale of woe. (laughs) I had to go into work yesterday, which is fine. I said to Joel, on my way home, I will get takeout. So I stopped and got takeout. And then I was like, wouldn't it be nice to have a bottle of wine with the takeout? So then I went to Solo Vino in St. Paul because it's a cute little wine shop. No parking anywhere. So I finally found street parking. And it was actually in front of a different business. So I knew I was going to get in trouble. So I'm running down the street in not great winter boots. And then all of a sudden...
0: Did
1: you fall? Yep. Uh. I slipped and I fell hard on my hands and skinned my knee, which I found out later. I fell so hard I couldn't get up. I just sat on the street and this guy got out of his car and he was running into this place next door to get takeout and he just looked at me and kept running. And he so, didn't
0: stop and no help you.
1: no and i so i yelled at him when he came out but i yelled in a passive aggressive way and i said something like thanks a lot minnesota for not checking on your fellow humans you know <laughs> and i yelled it loud enough for him to see but he just kept running and i was like i hate everything about this stupid town <laughs> it's so cold. If we lived in a real city, people would stop because in real cities, it's crowded enough that you cannot walk by fellow humans and not help them. But in Minnesota, you can, and especially in the winter when it's cold. And I get it, but I hate it. I was so mad and I totally skinned my knees.
0: This movie, Bluebird, is not the movie for us Mm-mm. in this place, Mm-mm. in this time. In I this wouldn't year. even want
1: to watch it in the heat of summer.
0: No, because it would just take you back to like a bummer of a time. Yeah, I'm so tired of walking gingerly over the ice because this time of year when it starts melting and then freezing and melting and freezing, there's a super slippery ice everywhere. And yeah, if you take a bad fall, you can feel that for a long time. Why do we live here? This I don't the know. Summer? The people- Sorry, Minnesota
1: of Solo Vino were very kind. When I got in, I was seeing spots. When I got in, I was like, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm going to buy some wine, but I just need to sit down for a minute. And they got me a stool. And then they all told me their tales of, woe. you know, because everyone has one. (laughs) And then, you know, when people are nice to you, then it makes you cry a little bit. And I was like, (laughs) you know, and I (laughs) told them what I wanted and they just picked off the bottles for me and they put them on the counter and I paid. They were very kind. So that was good. But I, oh God. It's just brutal.
0: (laughs) It's going to be over soon. Kind of looked like living in this town in Maine was like even worse. I wonder what Maine's like in the summer.
1: It's beautiful. It's the way life should be. That's their state motto. Maine, the way life should be. Oh, okay. It's like Minnesota in the summer, but you can go to the beach and you can eat seafood.
0: Do they have mountains to go to?
1: Do we have mountains to go to? (laughs)
0: I just mean like Vermont or there's some places. Oh yeah, you can go to Vermont mountains easily. But you don't
1: you don't need to because there's all these cute little towns. There's great seafood. Maine is beautiful in the summer. I was a summer camp counselor in Maine for several years and I loved it.
0: Maybe this movie just really hit way too close to home for us. Just like the worst parts of it. So what would you rate Bluebird?
1: I'm gonna give it one comb and it's for Adam Driver.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. Give it, and I'll still just give it two combs. We've seen movies that were a lot better that got three combs. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lance has really made a movie since then. It seems like he is more of an editor making ads, commercials, stuff, editing movies. I don't think he has a Wikipedia page, but he does have, like, a website. You can check it out. Well, I don't want to. (laughs) You're not interested. So, good job, Adam. Lumberjack adjacent. Was he wearing flannels and stuff? There was was definitely some flannel. That's a good look look for him. Yeah. Young Adam Driver. Cute. But sad.
1: Never again. Don't watch it.
0: You don't need to watch it unless... You could just fast
1: forward to the cute parts with Adam Driver, and it would be fine.
0: And the kid we don't find out in the end if he's gonna live or you know he's probably gonna have brain damage or something so what's next up
1: what do we have left
0: we have Lincoln
1: no we don't have to watch that we've been we're not
0: gonna Don Quixote I'm down with that okay it seems to me like it's a bigger role and the movies we've seen lately have just had
1: such tiny
0: Adam driver just snippets I want to see him like in every scene
1: I want him to flex his muscles Okay. Literally. And? And figuratively. Wise. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. That's great. Next time it will be The Adventures of Don Quixote. Mm. Something about Don Quixote.
1: Don Quixote 23. It seems like they almost rhyme. Tw- number 23, Don Quixote.
0: Good poem. Very good. Well, thanks for listening to episode 22. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.